St. Therese, mis much misunderstood, I think. Uh, you talk to people and some people are like, oh, St. Therese, yes. Others are like, yeah, I read the story of a soul. That's her autobiography, the story of a soul. It's like, and I read it and it's a bit sentimental. And the story of a soul, it is true. It, it gets a lot of who she is and her little way and, and her, her genius, but it misses some, I think, of the most important stuff. So I wanted to dive into that today a little bit more. So she, she described these two words, love and confidence. So love is maybe more clearly seen. That's maybe what's emphasized in the, the story of a soul, but also confidence. And it's easy to be confident when there's every reason to be confident. But when everything is removed, when life has dropped you a lot, when you just don't feel safe, when everything goes wrong, then confidence is really special and really hard. So Senterez wasn't always like, yay, this is so lovely. Maybe she was never that way, actually. But particularly the last nine months of her life, she had this dark, dark experience. And sometimes that's hard for us to understand. Why would, why would God do that to his beloved ones, his saints? What's, what's that about? You know the story of the Syrophoenician woman. So Jesus goes to Tyre and Sidon, that sort of area. Her daughter has a demon and is terribly tormented. So this woman goes after him and she's shouting at him and he completely ignores her. And then she comes up and she worships him. She falls on the ground. And, you know, so there's this relentless and then he insults her, it seems, says, I won't give the food of the children to the little house dogs. And then she just comes back again. And she says, but even the dogs under the table get to eat the scraps. So, like, so she's pushing, 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 relentless. And Jesus is pushing back. And we can think, oh, why, oh, Jesus, why are you being so mean? I thought you were all love and bubbles. Like, what, why are you, what is this? Who are you? What is he doing? He, is, he sees the greatness in this woman. So he acts as the rock, which the, 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 the wave of her faith can crash against so it can be fully revealed to, to him. So until we have that chance to exercise faith, it isn't yet faith. It's potential faith. We actually have to be in situations where we have to make that huge step and risk and, and, and jump into the arms of God when we can't see him for us to experience him most powerfully. So he creates these almost like obstacles in this woman's way and she just jumps over all of them. It is so beautiful. And at the end he goes, oh woman, great is your faith. And you just seem like, oh, I knew it. I knew there was a champion prize fighter in there. And he, he grants her wish. You think your, your daughter's free. So beautiful. And I think of this, of this, this mystery of the suffering of the saints, of God's most beloved and of St. Therese. Nine months, she, she described it of complete darkness, total blackness, the zero sense of God's presence, zero consolation. It got, guys, it got so bad just to believe. If you've just grown up and it's been easy to believe, it's so hard to understand this. For me, it's been like that. Like, it's just, oh, I just believe in Jesus. Well, of course I believe in Jesus. And every now and again, I'll have like a difficult conversation with, with an unbeliever and, you know, they challenge me with some like intellectual stuff, but it doesn't touch my heart of faith, the ground I stand on. At one point, I had like this brief couple of seconds. I was talking to a friend in the car. Uh, this is a couple of years after my conversion, but I was still maybe late teens. The ease with which I had to believe disappeared. The gift of easy faith. I was like, I totally believe in God. That was just gone for a second. And it was literally like the, the ground disappeared. And I was like, oh, it was terrifying. 
It was terrifying because everything changes. When you believe in Jesus, everything changes. You're suddenly able to see everything in the context of, oh my gosh, I'm loved. Oh my gosh. Reality is good. Reality is on my side. The one who makes reality, who defines me, is on my side. Wow. But when that disappears, or if that's never been there, reality is, is terrifying, can be terrifying. So I had this briefly for a few seconds and then it stopped. And then just the capacity to, be, to believe. And I did believe even in those moments, but it was hard. And what my eyes saw was not the reality of, man, there is God. What I saw was the reality of like, oh my gosh, <gasps> what if there isn't? And I had to opt in. All my life, I've had to almost opt out if I want to not believe. I have to opt in to believe. And if that might be your experience, like that is hard. Because it's like, oh, life is hard and scary. I have to choose to believe. So St. Therese, most of her life, she had this just, she was in. It was easy. And then all of a sudden, the ground was removed. And it was like terrifying. So much so that she took out, she got some paper and she got a needle. And in her own blood, she wrote the creed. She wrote the creed out in her own blood. And then she stitched it over her heart, under her habit, over her heart. Because it was so hard for her to believe. She would just pray with that. Just, just choosing, just raw choosing to believe, even though she felt nothing. I know this is true. I know this is true. I, I believe this is true. And guys, this is the, she didn't just stop there. She was so, she was all confidence, way beyond just, just like oh, holding on. She acted as if, as if everything was okily-dokily. You would never have known what was going on inside of her. And there's just one or two passages, because um, it's a thing called the yellow notebook, which I presume was the color of the notebook, that they wrote every word she said in those last days as she, she had got tuberculosis and she died uh, in tremendous physical suffering. And even in the midst of this, she's making jokes and she's talking about Jesus and she's, she's meditating on the scriptures. And particularly one image that was on her heart was Jesus when he says, I will come like a thief in the night. You know not when. And she makes all these jokes of like, I, I kind of like to maybe help him along. <laughs> Anytime now, thief. <laughs> she, one of the things she says, um, I was thinking I should be a deer and wait for the thief very quietly. Instead of, you know, maybe uh, making noise and saying, come on, that she would just like, no, I'll just wait patiently. But it's also almost like this playful, and this is, she has this playful thing, I'm just going to hide so that when the thief sneaks in, I can sneak up on him. That's almost like, but when you put that in the context of what she was going through and that stitched over her heart was the creed written in her own blood and that to just make one act of faith was like warfare for this young woman. And she still did it and she persevered. As a, whoa, she is, she is a mighty warrior, brothers and sisters. And she is someone to, to, to really cry out to if you're in that place of like, whoa, I don't know if I can do this. Or even in just like, well, I don't know, I can be bothered believing in God. Ask her help. I think she should be the patron saint of atheists and for those struggling with their faith. And there's just one little thing, just to, to capture something of her boldness. So she's talking to Pauline, who's her sister, um, the mother, I think, at the time of her community. And she says to her about this image of the thief, yes, I'll steal. 
And so she's, she's kind of pretending that she'll be the thief when she gets to heaven. Many things, many things will disappear from heaven because I'll bring them to you. I'll be a little thief. I'll take whatever I please. She knows that she is a daughter of God and she is utterly beloved and God is helpless. Uh, yeah, God is helpless when his kids know who they are and they act with the confidence that they should act. Everything is yours, brothers and sisters. He has, it has pleased your father to give you the kingdom. You are not slaves. You are not beggars. You are sons and daughters of a great king. Just pretend like it's true and act like it's true. Ask Saint Therese, your, your little sister, your big sister, for some help, a little piece of her faith, her confidence, her crazy, crazy confidence. Um, that's why, that's why she is like unspeakable. She's like uncomparable. Yeah, Saint Therese, pray for us. Amen.